0: inextricably, in a manner that is impossible to unravel or separate from something else. The Cambridge Dictionary. Hello, and welcome to Just Make The Thing, a podcast for people like me. I'm your host, Claire Twenty for people who want to start a thing and keep on making it and, well, find it really hard. Life, as my great mate Chanel and I are discovering, seems to often be inextricably linked. And often the most important lessons appear from events that you least expect, especially when you start scaring yourself and entering into a creative endeavor. In this episode, Chanel talks through how she feels now that she's finally graduated from her yoga course and some of her perspectives might surprise you. Okay, on with the show. It is impossible to do one thing at a time.
1: Yeah, it is. I don't think that's the way that our brains are wired. No. They're all—it's all inextricably linked, yeah. as your friend said the other day. <laughs> I don't really like that saying. Mm. Inextricably linked.
0: <laughs> she does say it a lot, though. You she telling me. does. But I think that's because everything is it magically is. linked, and we don't know how. <laughs> so yeah. we—it's ten o'clock at night, and we're in. Uh, or my new house. It's delightful. It's pretty exciting. It's pretty amazing. It's a bit of a dream to be. It's just crazy to be here. Anyway, but you were telling me some really interesting things that's happened that and realizations and learnings that you've had about your yoga.
1: Yeah. So I think... Because um, oh, you graduated. Yeah. Yeah. So I graduated on Friday um, and I wrote my exam almost two months ago now so I was notified maybe a while ago now that I'd passed and what I wanted to do was get my head back into my asana practice so the the physical movement that you would see in a studio um, because with all the study and exams and things, I just didn't have the time or energy to focus on it. So I joined a studio recently around the corner from my work and um, the focus of that particular studio is hot yoga. So the idea is the body is warm, the muscles are limber and you can essentially move yourself into postures that you couldn't ordinarily do, um, with obviously without the practice but also the heat creates a greater sense of openness, the muscles, the blood, everything is just expansive. So um, I did notice, though, that there was a particular kind of clientele or student coming to this particular studio, and they were wealthy. um, Oh, and this this sounds really negative, but they were wealthy, uh, attractive, could afford um, the right or – Sort of the more popular yoga clothing. That's, yeah, so they yep. looked really beautiful
0: and perfect, and they were going to be to like be like I'm. I am doing the my yoga. Yes,
1: yeah, kind of. And um, it seemed to me from my observations that um, the students were sort of silently competing with each other. Um, and there's nothing wrong with trying to work on your practice and improve yourself. I mean, ultimately, isn't that what everyone tries to do, be a better version of who they are? But I think the thing that struck me was I did not – I didn't get the sense that, that people in those classes were doing those kinds of sort of really quite extreme um, postures, so going from a really strong back bend into a headstand into a, some kind of forearm stand or um, quite – quite that that requires quite a lot of effort and energy I didn't think they were doing them for themselves I felt I got a sense that they were doing it to show off to other people and that really didn't sit well with me in fact I remember specifically there was an Um, older gentleman taking the class with me once he was next to me and throughout the entire class, all I could hear was this really incredibly labored breathing. Like he was literally struggling to even get oxygen in and out of his body. And yet he was choosing to do all of the most advanced postures. Even when we were instructed to rest or just um, stay with a more, more basic posture, he would go up into a headstand and... It made me think my initial goal of teaching in studios, running my own studio, running a successful business in that particular sense, it just didn't sit well with me. And I still don't think, I don't know whether it sits well with me. There's something unhealthy, unnatural, just doesn't, it doesn't seem right to me. And so I went into my, graduation ceremony, almost lamenting the loss of my um, optimism (laughs) about the whole course in the first place. And I was even starting to second guess my choices and but you know me, I kind of am in my own head. I've said this a thousand oh. times and I, everything goes to extremes. Like you've just wasted your time and what wasted are you doing? And, and you've and just
0: committed yeah. and done the most incredible thing. You've, you've worked
1: so hard while working full time doing all your <laughs> lawyering and all the other things you've had on your plate. Yeah, and then I kind of felt like, oh, God, is this really something I want to do with my life? Have I made a mistake? After and you stuck with it. After graduated. I stuck with it for 12 months. I mean, I think also, um, as I was mentioning to you, I have been reading a book which is actually an excellent book and it talks about – the wellness industry and how some things that are considered pure are bastardized by consumerism and like capitalist society and how even something as, you know, as – um what's the word what, what's the word i'm looking for almost something as accessible as yoga which is which was developed in a country that is not that is populated by poor people that is meant to be for every person seem to be the exclusive hobby of of the, the rich. rich yeah and i just like it just d- did not did not sit well with me at all um and i was struggling to see how my personal values how they aligned with that, even though at at an initial understanding they kind of did. So anyway, so I went to this, I went to my graduation and um, I was a bit sad about it. But then out of the 30 of us that started the course, there were about eight of us in the room. So eight ended up finishing and we all sat around like in true hippie style on the floor in a little circle. And um, we talked about the things that we'd learned from our experience and Interestingly, the students that sat around me all shared similar or the same views. So, I thought I wanted one thing, and I got something completely different. And I'm really glad that I did it. Or, I thought I wanted to teach, but now realised I'm not ready. But you know, it's still been an amazing experience. A lot along the way. Yeah. So what I mean, what did happen is um, one of my friends from the course. Um, was telling me about this charity she was running and how she was actually just teaching yoga in the park to anyone that wanted to come along by donation and that that the proceeds of the um, classes would be going to, I think, build schools in Nepal or to help with that. And I was like, okay, this is something I can get on board with. This is something that I can do. It's something that is accessible to anybody that is around that wants to do it. And, is actually something for the greater good. So the thing that I'm thinking now is the direction of my teaching or the direction of my passion is far different to what I thought it would be, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just going to require some extra thinking through, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: huge actually Mm. to think that where you start, when you start making a thing or Mm. doing a thing, it can really be different when you finish it, or yeah. you can end up in a completely different place.
1: Absolutely, but don't you
0: think you've learned so much about yourself? Through oh my the goodness! Process and about yoga and how to look after yourself and your yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, my version of self care has changed so much. It's not necessarily about pushing your the limits of your physicality beyond what they're supposed to do um, because it doesn't actually result in an improved you or a healthier you Um, yeah I've learned to actually rein everything in pull it right back and be a bit more introspective and the things that I've found beneficial are the philosophy and even just things like being present in the moment which doesn't require me to do a headstand or, you know, anything crazy. It's just, it's about presence of mind. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. I just don't, I'm not quite sure exactly where I want to take it yet, but it's definitely not in the direction that I originally thought I would.
0: Mm. That's so often what happens Mm. in the world, I think. I think I was having this discussion the other day that the, Biggest thing you can do when you're pursuing something that creative or that side of you mm-hmm. is just be open and yeah. listen. I think it was Claire Bowditch that said that too. Just you have to be open and listen to what's out there mm. and the direction that you get pulled. And I think that the most dangerous thing you can do is shut down, close off, yep. be afraid. Of change, or afraid of what's out there, and block yourself from seeing where it takes
1: you. Yeah. Well, I mean, admittedly, my thoughts about totally giving up everything were fleeting, um, but they were certainly there was that that feeling of panic and about oh god, have I made the wrong decision, kind of thing. Um, but. There are people out there if you're willing to look that'll show that there is a way to do things that will align with your values and your creativity and completely It's about being more open to yeah, as you say, like a more than like a more linear view of the way you think the world works and for me, my initial experience of yoga was going to a class stretching for an hour and then leaving mm. And there's just so much so 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 much more to it than that
0: yeah is that what it is it's because it's it's a spiritual practice
1: yeah in many ways in many ways it is and it's 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 really about kind of focusing on your self and learning about yourself and what is good for you in like what's nurturing what's yeah what's nurturing for you and for your body for your mind for your soul for your consciousness Yeah, definitely.
0: Is that why the experience at those studios is so jarring? Yeah, because people –
1: so, I mean, a lot of the studios go to a great effort to make it feel like a community, uh, which is really lovely. Um, But – and there are many people, and they're very similar to me in the way – or at least the way that I was and that they would walk into the studio with their headphones in, go into the change room, change clothes – to take their class, not speak to anyone and then um, grab their things and put their headphones in and leave. So it was like I'm doing my individual practice in a room amongst other people and I don't want to even connect with them on any in any way, shape or form even though this person is like 30 centimetres away from me. And I remember – Actually, one of my favorite teachers used to do this thing in every class and she'd say, okay, everybody, how's everyone doing? And everyone would sort of sit there and go, mm-hmm. She's like, oh, great. She's like, okay, everyone, I want you to look to the side and I want you to smile at your neighbor. And everybody was like, What? That is smile so inc- how dare
0: you <laughs> yeah, that is so intense yeah. like my anxiety is just rising because yeah. I'm one of these people I love that I put my headphones on don't talk to me anymore yeah. I'm gonna do yeah. my workout yeah and
1: leaving exactly and um and so it's kind of almost like it's an icebreaker I guess but it's a recognition of the fact that you are greater than yourself and there is a community of people around you that are like-minded that want similar things and hey how about you just acknowledge them and not just make it about you I don't know so there is yeah it's interesting because there's like I guess the idea of practicing in a group is like forming a sense of community and then sometimes practicing in a group maybe makes forces you to feel like you have to be better or you have to win be the yeah. best yoga person in the whole room, which is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But I
0: actually remember going to a yoga I've, – I've been to a few classes, not that many, but I went to some hot yoga mm. and I remember the instructor saying something about how it's not a competition mm. and accept yourself for who you are and it's okay. And I think that you can build a culture and a community just like you were saying, mm. Um. In the, in the that that is how you want like there, there are those people that will go to studios that are polished and beautiful mm. and, you know if that's what they want and that are competitive but it I think it's the kind of environment and culture is totally up to you how you yeah develop it, you know? absolutely
1: and I mean the thing that Goran very astutely pointed out to me after I complained to him about this situation was just like if people want it go to yoga to exercise that's okay too yeah that has nothing to do with you no so yeah you essentially get out of it what you put into it and just because they think that way doesn't mean you have to think that way and I was like oh gosh no you're so judgy stop judging <gasps> so annoying <laughs> You know what I think?
0: I to, I think, and now I'm just going to be like, Judgy Wudgy wasn't there and sit here and be like, Chanel, this is what I think about you. Because I don't know anything either. And I need to take a slice of my own medicine. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It's very late. So what I am trying to say in this terrible roundabout way is that I think you need to just revel in your own wonderfulness (laughs) that you finished it (laughs) that you completed this thing this journey that you went on that you learned so much about yourself about your Mm. practice and you did it despite all of the obstacles that were in your way that you have you have taught yoga to kids you have taught yoga to your colleagues and Mm. friends yeah you are now doing this charity stuff and you're your heart and your mind is open to so much new knowledge. Yeah. It's wonderful. Don't get caught up in how different people do things. Everybody does things differently. Yeah. People do podcasts that I hate. <laughs> and then also there are people who release podcasts every week. <laughs> and I do it once a month or twice a month. You know, like... yeah, You have to, I think, just... Just be like a, a bit in or of your own self. Yeah, oh, I really am so so impressed because from a flaky person over here, <laughs> you are so like talented at a at yoga, but b at committing and sticking to a goal and in achieving it. Thanks, and Claire. you're going to be a wonderful yoga teacher.
1: You yeah. absolutely will,
0: or whatever you decide to do with it, whatever yeah. journey that it takes you
1: on, like. I You're, think Yeah. Hard. I mean I think what I really would like is to be able to teach teach people kids or people really that get joy out of it the way that I do. Mm. So and and I, I mean I, I totally understand if there's nothing wrong with being more flexible, in fact like at our age, not because we're so old,
0: but even but no, you, it's very important. It's really
1: important. It is really important. But I think, um, I think that's what I what I'd like to find a community of people that feel the joy, feel the feel their hearts filling up or something. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, um, totally. So, and I'm sure that that they exist. I mean, they are certainly the students that I took class with are all very much like that and interestingly most of them that are teaching now are doing it kind of unconventionally which is which is kind of good which is interesting um people are teaching their colleagues and at work or their um I know someone that's teaching in a like in a nursing home and most of the um people in the nursing home have got no mobility so a lot of it's all medit- like meditative or just oh, wow. you know what i mean with yeah. their hands or so there are ways to to i guess reach out to the broader community without that really narrow sort of singular view which is the way that i guess i came into the practice thinking um mm. and yeah i just need to learn to also yeah just get out of my own head and stop worrying so much about why other people are choosing to do things because it's got nothing to do with them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or just just let yourself yeah, mm. just, you know, let I mean, it's okay too to have those thoughts. What do they say that you watch the thoughts come and go rather than yeah, observe. Ho- observe them, mm. rather than holding on to them mm. or judging what I do, which is judge myself for the thoughts I'm having yes so like that's a terrible thought you shouldn't be thinking that you should be way more relaxed relax more that's terrible (laughs) you're anxious why are you anxious you shouldn't be so anxious don't be thinking that think something else like that never works or helps no
1: (laughs) it just makes (laughs) you just described my exact pattern of thought (laughs) except for the part that you missed was uh stop being anxious now you're just being anxious Think about something that, Why well, aren't you thinking about something else? You should be thinking about something yeah. else by now. Yeah. Start thinking about something else.
0: <laughs> now this conversation is making you anxious. <laughs> this is what I mean. This is that whole idea of like, and it's not always possible, mm. but just I'm, I am trying to do it more. Just not beating myself up yeah. about everything. And then also... Finding that space to just go, you know what? Great. I'm like, I'm not perfect, but it's okay. And yeah. enjoying when things happen. I also heard this other thing, which I thought was really interesting that Oprah said in her podcast about um kind of tempering joy.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: often what we do when something great happens to us, like you completing your yoga course is as much as you're like anxious about it, (laughs) a really great thing and a success in your life. It's really amazing. Um, No matter what you do with it, it's amazing. And I know, I'm sure that you could find that community out there. Um, But she was saying about tempering joy that, often we get scared and fearful when great things happen. Yeah. And so rather than leaning into the joy and just, and being grateful and just going, I'm so grateful that I did this. It's so awesome. We kind of go, yeah, it's great now, but what other shit things can happen? <laughs> <laughs> I better not get too happy because like our life is just crap sometimes. <laughs> and what are the, te- what don't get too happy because you'll, this will all go away eventually. Mm. And, um, what I thought was interesting was then like she was talking to a guy who did that for his whole life, was quite pessimistic and always like, yeah, well, this was good, but. Mm. um, And then he lost his wife in a car accident. And he said that, I wish that I'd leaned into those moments of joy because she's gone and it hasn't helped me by like, being a doomsayer and, you know, fearful in those situations. And I often think that not to that extreme, but just I often do that. Like I can really, yeah. And Oprah was saying the path to it is just is rather than worrying about what's going to happen is that gratefulness we've talked about all the time. Yeah. I mean, I
1: think, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think also – 100% agree with you 100% and I have a real tendency to do that because like you I kind of feel like I'm never doing enough but the other thing I was thinking was sometimes your creative pursuit and the thing that makes you happy the thing that you're striving for or working hard for can sometimes make you sad and that's actually okay yes like that's fine because sadness is a natural part of life Mm. and to expect something to be constantly making you happy all the time is utterly ridiculous. That is just putting—that's yeah. that's that's you're setting yourself up for failure or disappointment completely. if you think that the thing that you love—and that I mean—that goes with everything. It goes with people and relationships. Mm, completely. Like sometimes it makes you sad. That's okay. If the moments that make—if it makes you happy more than it makes you sad—and honestly. Um, I still feel like it makes me happy so, um, and I still get a lot of joy out of it and so I'm okay with the fact that, okay, well, it's not perfect. It's not a perfect thing. Like I don't think there is a thing that's kind of perfect. Nothing
0: is perfect. No, Um, nothing is perfect.
1: Yeah, so I think, yeah, that's something – it's almost like an experience I needed to have just to be a bit more settled about the situation. Mm. Um, the other thing that I found really interesting actually, since finishing the course is everyone keeps asking me when I'm going to quit my job. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, so you're going to stop being a lawyer. No. <laughs> <laughs> so are you quitting or no? No,
0: that was never like the end goal. <laughs> no. Was it? I th- like, it's that idea. I know. Cause I think we're obsessed in that in Australia, mm. particularly with, or I think in Western culture anyway, mm. you know, with your job being your passion. Mm. and your job has to be everything to do with your whole life and Mm. that's and it really should be something you love and if it isn't and you failed at life Mm. or something when actually you can do a job and also have another job or also have a thing that you do on the side Mm. or multiple things you enjoy and pursue all together with it It doesn't have to your creativity does not have to be your end of End passion yeah. goal work, and if it happens to turn into your work, well, great them awesome too. Great, yeah. but it doesn't have to. Like, yeah. it can still stay as a hobby. Like Elizabeth Gilbert said in her book, "Big Magic," about mm. the girl, the lady who started in her forties to just go back to ice skating because yeah, she loved so it. Beautiful, <laughs> I know. Yeah. And she like used to do it as a kid, and they told her she wasn't good enough to be a champion, so she just stopped. <laughs> You know, and oh, so many stories like that. Like people have a thing that they loved as a kid and they just stopped because they weren't going to be the best at it. Mm. I guess it goes back to that whole competitive thing you mm. were talking about in the yeah. yoga practice too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I guess it's a watch this space.
1: Yeah, I'll do I'll do something. I have a couple of things in the pipeline. So I will keep you all posted. Um But right now, I'm just, I think I'm going through a reflective stage. Ah, (laughs) the reflective stage of the creativity.
0: My stage is generally procrastination. (laughs) I very rarely get to the reflective stage. (laughs) Because to do that, you have to stop dilly-dallying and (laughs) baffing about. No, you know, for me, what it is, is prioritizing. Yeah. Because you also
1: have a kid. Like, you also have a little person that's around you all the time he's and needs your attention. There all the time. <laughs> he's, he's there all the time and you've also moved house. And, like, you can't do everything. It's impossible. You just make yourself sick. Yeah. yeah. I, I think,
0: yeah, this whole face plant thing has really <laughs> been a bit of a watershed <laughs> to me. <laughs> it's been a bit like I'm not going to – you're not going to stop, so the universe is going to stop yeah. you. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> so but I'm still going forward I'm just going a lot more slowly the business and everything I feel awful there's some emails that I never normally leave emails hanging and I've left a lot of them hanging yeah that is giving me anxiety oh no I just can't get my head back in the game yet. Mm -hmm. I've just my life's a bit shambolic so anyway I will I will get my head back into the game I think it's Moving house and there's so much change. All Absolutely, in one. it's all so, huge.
1: I mean, it's a physical, mental, and emotional adjustment. Like when anything big happens in your life, and as you said, like people don't give themselves a room to kind of process it. Yeah, and they move on to the next thing without really thinking it through, and then all of a sudden they're injured they're um sad about it Mm. um they're feeling disappointed with themselves it's not worked out the way that they want it to or for whatever reason but it's kind of like there's been no time for exploration of what that means to you how you're going to make it work with all the other things that are going on in your life whether it's still the same priority or the same means the same thing i don't know um Yeah, I certainly, I think because I have not had the opportunity to work on my physical practice for so long, I almost put to the back of my mind that there is a culture, a subculture within the yoga community that is like this. It's always been there and I just kind of have ignored it or just have not been as exposed to it um, as consistently as I have in the last couple of months. Mm. And that's not the way that it is everywhere. It's just where I've, it's just, that's phys- where I've physically been present for the last sort of while. Well, in
0: the, especially those inner city studios.
1: Mm. Gosh. Yeah.
0: Come out to like where we live. There's yeah.
1: like a lot of people out
0: here doing yoga. Yeah. And like happy pants or fisherman pants. I and love
1: that though. It's so yeah, wonderful. Yeah. In the park and I'm sure. Yeah. Actually, if I was to make any recommendations, I would highly recommend um, Well Mania, Bridget Delaney's um, book. Um, cause she does talk about yoga and the wellness industry, but she also, she talks about how she goes on this ridiculous 101 day detox diet. Oh God. And, um, after a while she starts to emit a smell because she hasn't eaten for so long and she thinks it's the garbage from outside and she realizes it's her. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> oh it's very funny. No. I love it. Mm. Okay. I'm, I'll have to read it. Mm excellent well we've come to a half an hour (laughs) we got there we're both talking so slowly hopefully people are listening to this while they're going to sleep (laughs) because i'm literally going to sleep (laughs) and i should go to sleep are you gonna be
1: okay driving home yeah i'll
0: be fine okay yeah are you sure yeah
1: yeah yeah i'll listen to some pop music in the car i'll be fine oh cool okay That is a
0: sofa bed if you need to stay. (laughs) Ollie's gone to sleep too, podcast dog. (laughs) She's chilling out. Okay. Well, uh, this has been lovely. Yes, indeed. And congratulations, mate. Thank you. Congratulations on your new house. Thank you. I know it's a massive dream. Yeah, it's beautiful.
1: It's so beautiful.
0: Oh, goodness. You know what? It's so, it's close to our friends and family, or particularly um, family, Mm -hmm. but you know it's sort of not too far out that people can't get here like it's far but it's not too far and it's a gorgeous area too yeah it's really nice community Mm. so I think um our little guy will love growing Mm. up here so that's the main thing Mm -hmm. so yeah feeling very lucky and grateful Mm. hashtag grateful
1: (laughs) (laughs) hashtag blessed Oh, goodness gracious. I don't think you should put the word hashtag before the word blessed. It feels kind of sacrilegious or something. I know. <laughs> it's not good. It's
0: real bad. <laughs> but I do feel very lucky. Okay. Okay. See you next Bye. time. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to another episode of Just Make The Thing with me, Claire Tonti, and Chanel Luchev, yoga instructor. As always, there's lots of learning to be had when you're starting on a journey and creating something new and Chanel has learned a lot and sometimes in the way that all journeys do you end up in a place entirely unexpected from where you began so if you're out there in the woods in the middle of the journey or at the end like Chanel is or right back at the beginning like I often am good luck keep on going stay true stay big-hearted Stay the course and we'll talk to you soon. If you'd like to email us all about it, you can at thingpod at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at MrsSundayMovies or on Instagram at Claire20. And you can find more of our shows at www.planetbroadcasting.com. We'd love to see you there. Okay, bye.